listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I have a very special guest with me today, Metro Birdman. How you doing, buddy? Thank you for coming on. Thank you for joining us. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Now, Metro Birdman, if you guys have not met this man yet, is, I would say, the best-dressed person on any streaming platform. He has a natural streak in his hair, which is awesome. (laughs) Yes. And one of the best southern accents I've ever heard. (laughs) That, too. He has he he has he has it all. So I usually start the show out when we have a guest on here, kind of you know the simple questions. Number one, there actually is a, the first question I'm going to ask you is something I've always wondered. How did you get the name Metro Birdman? It comes from two parts. I am a diehard follower of Birdman. I have been for the better half of thirty years. Um, that's Brian Williams, the rapper. Yeah. For those yep. that don't know. Yep. Um. He made Cash Money Records and basically built his own empire from from scratch. And he's lasted in an in industry that people turn, you know, they're hot one minute and then the next day they're gone and forgotten about. One hit wonders. And he's survived in a industry that is probably tougher to survive in than streaming if I had to think about it really and and I admire a lot of what he does because of his grind and his hustle um the whole metro park game from you know wearing the suits and just me being me because I enjoy that um that flashiness but it's not loud even though some of my suits are loud you've you've I've, seen some of them I've before. seen some of them you break some out for some special occasions yeah some of them are loud but they they're still that class to them you know elegant so then that's how the name came came to be what it is. Now, now were you born with the streak in your hair, or did it develop later? It developed. Uh, I like to think that it. Uh, my ex wife and both of my kids caused it. <laughs> um, it's actually hereditary. My grandmother had it, and funny conversation. My mom. Uh, this was years after my grandmother passed away. My mom had seen a picture on my Instagram and. So she's, she called me. She's like, you have the same streak that your grandmother had. And I'm like, mom, that's really funny because I never knew that she had it. All she ever had when I knew her was gray hair. <laughs> right. So it's actually hereditary. Uh, it's called a Milan streak. And it's basically just where there's no color in that section of the hair. Um, some people have it like on the side or in the, you know, like on the top and the back or in mine just perfectly fit like where it's at in the front. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just I like, yeah. So I I met I met uh Metro. Uh, we both came on the Paladin's channel at the same time. Uh he still currently streams on there. He was there through the whole situation. You guys can hear about in an earlier episode what happened with me in the Paladin's channel. But um it was so funny when they came out with uh Corvus. When they came yeah. out when they came out with Corvus, I'm like, dude, that character was made for Metro. Because he has a streak I, in his hair. They yeah. runs around with that, and I open up all my streams on the PG with the uh, line of uh, Nico, who's one of the devs over there now. And I told him, I said, I'm the guy with the hair so nice that Nico said he had to have it twice, and they stole my hair and put it on Corvus. <laughs> Nico's a great, great human being, which I probably will actually get him on the show recently or soon. Um, I, I have many talks with him. Great, great freaking person to have around. Um, oh, yeah. We don't, we, we're not going to get into the Palace channel. We already talked about that off, off podcast. But... Simple question again. How did you get into gaming? How long have you been gaming for? What what what's your yeah, gaming history? World holding a controller, man. What you mean? <laughs> yes, he does play on controller. Yes, he's a he's a controller player. So I do mouse and keyboard, but as I've gotten older over like the past four years, I've developed arthritis really bad in my left wrist. Um, on occasion, you'll see me play Maldamba and Paladins. I prefer him on mouse and keyboard, but. Primarily, I, I do controller. Just it's easier. People are like, "But wouldn't the controller?" Call? And I'm like, "No, it doesn't. It's it's weird." But anyway, it's a, it's it's, your, it's like your hand positioning and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. realistically, on a controller, you're only using like the triggers, then you're using your thumbs. Versus mouse and keyboard, the way your hands are positioned, it's actually many studies about why you get it faster that way. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 
So, I, dude, I've been gaming since I was. God, I mean, dude, I grew up on an Atari, you know, twenty six hundred. Old um, school, dude. Old school. Old school. Old school. Yeah. From there, I mean, I've I've had every you know console known to man, and went from Xbox, and then when I said, you know what, I'm just gonna do this go live thing on Xbox, you know, that was they had on the plat on the console at the time was Beam, and I just kind of started going with it, and bingo, bango, next thing you know. You, you go out and you get a $2,200 PC and, you know, microphone and camera and yada and yeah. So, okay. So you, got, you already beat me in my next question. So that's how you started streaming. Just, you know, went live on the Xbox. So, so for so streaming still new to people. If you don't know what beam is, uh, beam is what Ooh. mixer used to be called. Before Microsoft. Before, bought yes. it and ruined it. <laughs> we'll get into mixer in a minute. Um, yeah. So beam used to, was, was, uh, before Mixer, Microsoft bought Beam, changed it to Mixer, and it was so easy to go live just from the Xbox. Literally, like I think you just hit the home button and just basically yeah. hit go live. It was that easy. Yeah, yeah, you just hit the home button, boom, go live. And that's how. And, yeah, that's like, how a lot of people. It was the same yeah. way with Beam. You had like the little Beam logo there, and like, dude, I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the hell is this? It was funny, the dude. That is the most common story. Like for people that started streaming, like so, so okay. So I'm assuming you never streamed on Twitch until Mixer went down, right? I had an account on Twitch. I watched um, a couple guys play Madden because I played Madden um, semi-competitively, like before I started like streaming. You know, so I watched people on Twitch. I had an account there, but I never like streamed there. Yeah, and you know, I would watch the guys, you know, play, and then you know, try to take their stuff and implement it into my stuff. And I played a ton, like a legit ass ton of ultimate team because that was what i wanted to play we played the last one which was 25 and then they took out team up ultimate uh team up mud and then they brought it back for i can't remember which one and so then i started playing it again and then it just it got boring because it's mad and it you know it's a good Matt, game it, it, but it's the that, same thing every year there's that's why I stopped playing. I used to play Madden religiously every single year, and then it just got to the point where, like, you you get to the point where, like, it's the same. You realize it's the same thing. You're paying $60 a year for the same game, just basically an updated roster. What I got upset with was they came out with the story mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the story mode was actually pretty great. You know, implemented a whole new thing, whatever. I forgot what it was called. But, um, you know, and then you want, you know, you don't even get to continue his career in the NFL. Like, I don't know why it doesn't just convert you straight to like a franchise mode and you get to play with him or whoever team he was drafted on. I was like, there's so no, much I more that know, you guys can do. I do know that, and I'm sure anybody that's in the gaming world knows that college football's coming back. Yes, sir. See, I don't know if a lot of people remember. I can't remember what console it was on, but I remember when you had that the, was on the 360. Yeah, you had an NCAA, and it was actually there was a there was a, there was a year or maybe a couple of years I can't remember where you can actually make an NCAA character, and then actually import them into Madden, and you could import the roster. That yep. was sixteen. Yeah, that that was awesome. So I'm actually I'm actually very excited for the comeback that I have when when my sciatica hit. Um, I was laid up in bed for two weeks. Like in the bedrooms, like on the other side of the wall, like from my streaming room, I couldn't move. What did I do? You think I was gonna go without gaming? <laughs> no, nah, hand me that controller. I'm playing some NCAA. Dude, I played NCAA for two weeks straight, twelve hours a day. Oh yeah, no, I'm ready for NCAA. Yeah, I was. I heard. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard, I heard that announcement. I'm like, let's get it. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's coming back in. Ooh. Hmm. I want to say it, it looked good. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. Uh, so how long, how long did you, uh, were you on Mixer for before you, uh, before you hit partner? I was on Mixer for six months. Six months? Like, I went out like, you know, cause you like streams and you just like, okay, cool. And you know, and then I said, you know, I'm going to do this. And I was working full time, practically streaming full time. Um, and that was in... That would have been August. So you're talking like February, March-ish, maybe April, somewhere around there, February, March, April, and that three-month time span. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this. Uh, I'm going to take this serious. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to do it. I'm having fun. And I grinded out ARC, which was like my game at the time, and applied for partner, and boom, six months later, had it, you know? Yeah, you, were, you were on there for a while, and then, you know, 
Like we were just talking about before we looked at our last Discord message together, and you know it was the day that Mixer went down. Like, how you guys, how you doing with this? You know, I feel like they ripped my heart out and all this other stuff. And hey, that was a joke, man. dude. It, I mean, I don't uh, now. Here, here's what I like to ask people for Mixer: How did you find out that they were shutting? They were they sold to Facebook on Twitter. Yep, that, that's like so, everybody else on Twitter. Yep, so, I wasn't streaming at the time. I was off that day, if I remember correctly. And uh, yeah, yeah, I woke up. So I was just streaming the night before. We had a great, you know, like charity stream and stuff like that. I woke up uh, from a text message from Incision. So people don't know Incision. He streamed or streamed on the Paladin Show. He's on a break right now. But he texted me and said, did you see Mixer's announcement? I was like, what? And I go to Twitter and I'm like, are you serious? Now at the time, I just hit partner. Yeah, you had just gotten partnered. I just got partnered. I just got my sub button the week before. Uh, the night before, we just hit our first official 100 subs. You know, we were on a roll. And then I see this announcement, and everyone's just like, what? Like, we found out oh. from a tweet? You know, yeah. like, we all knew what the accusations that were going on there. We all heard the story. I mean, but people, the one thing people don't realize is... the process. Up, yeah. Though. Yeah. So, because, of course, you know, looking back, we all figured out. And, of course, they, you know, kind of made... No, I don't, I, they didn't make an announcement. There was reports... And all that, that they were going to do it in July anyways or whatever. So they, they were talking about doing it. Yeah. I, I the get, whole accusation thing just sped the entire process up. Yeah. So um, I know people who I won't name that actually work at Microsoft who, I don't know if you heard the story. Basically, there was already rumors going around there that they were going to, before the new console came out, uh, depending on how Mixer did, and yes, COVID did mess certain things up. They wanted to do things with Ninja and Shroud, and they couldn't go to events and stuff like that. But that's not all. That, that I mean, that's not a good excuse for me. Um, but there was YouTube was in talks with them, and Facebook was in talks with them. Basically, you probably remember. The, I don't know if you were actually paying attention to the, the Mixer Discord channel that weekend, uh, and how crazy it was in there. Um, like, no, I stayed out of there. oh, dude, it was going crazy. Everyone was basically already threatening to leave and all this other stuff. Um, yeah, and then, there. yeah, from what, yeah, yeah, from what my buddy at Microsoft said was, um, basically YouTube pulled out and said they want nothing to do with it. So they basically went to Facebook and said, hey, we'll sell it to you right now. And Facebook bought them. Yeah. And they just announced it in a tweet Monday. And then I, I, I got, uh, I got in con. I didn't even have a partner manager yet. I I wasn't even assigned a manager yet. We actually had those. What do you mean? Yeah, just, some people like really didn't really have them, but like they, I was still. I, I got my sub button and everything, but I was still somewhat in like an onboarding process. But I reached right. out to him. I was like, "Hey, am I still getting my welcome package at least?" You know, and they were oh. like, "They're like, nope." You know, we we canceled those and all this other stuff. I, I ended up getting my Facebook one. You know, but I mean, Facebook's a whole different oh, story. Dude, let me tell you a funny story about that. Right. Oh, good. With the whole mixer facebook thing they sent partners emails i don't know if you got one of these or not um some partners were automatically accepted some were said we want to you know sit down and discuss a contract and others were sent an email that well we don't want to deal with you what did yeah. you get i got the one they didn't even want to deal with me really i was i see i was going to ask if you if, if that's why you chose just to go to twitch rather than facebook i I, one, wasn't going to go to Facebook. I don't like Facebook. I don't support them. I don't, you know, there's friends of mine that stream over there, and I I wish them the best of luck. It's just, it's not a platform that I choose to be on, regardless. Um, yeah. I never saw the benefit of going over there. Yeah. And when they threw, to me, they threw a real red flag up with the whole, you know, 100% to keep all your stuff, blah, 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 and all. Nah. I'm good. I've already seen. I've already seen that done. Yeah, they uh, they reached out to me, offered me the incentive program you probably heard about. So I was like, all right, you know, basically I'm gonna do the Twitter or to, I'm sorry, uh, Twitch. You know, m mostly full time. I'm just gonna do the minimum hours that they want for the incentive. Now mm -hmm. I got I got straight bamboozled. So they basically, I so for the three months I did I did I did barely any hours over there. But my reach every month was a, a million people or above every month. So I was, and, I'm, and, and we were, it was crazy. I was like, you know what? Like Twitch is like kind of falling off. So you know what? I, I'm not a fan of Facebook either. I can't stand Facebook. I don't even go on my personal page ever. 
I was like, we're, we're doing really good over here. People, you know, my, my main community is still watching over here. So you know what? We're going to go over here full time. As soon as I went over there full time, my reach just got obliterated. Like, how do you go from like 20 hours a month with a, a million people reached? And then here I am now doing like over 100 hours a month while working a full time job. And I'm barely getting like 20,000, 30,000 reach. Like you guys basically like boosted it until I went full time and then took it away. And it's, it's been it's, uh, algorithm dude, clock. They, Come on now. dude they screwed me so bad to where like i'm basically back on twitch now you know but you know it's like oh dude they they ugh. and then they brought in like they brought in like this big huge dev team and they made everything even worse i'm like oh my god dude this makes mixer look like a freaking godsend i've heard i've heard some stories trust me oh man i mean you you notice that all these partners are streaming somewhere else i mean dude you got z laner one of the biggest facebook streamers out there streaming on youtube more than he is on facebook now mm -hmm. i mean jesus it, it, i mean ugh. like i said over the last over the last year a little over a year it's, it's just been you know up well, in limbo we were on mixer you know for quite a while and we saw it every year dude every year oh, i'm going to twitch or i'm going here or i'm going there it's like dude just i don't care where you stream it it doesn't matter what platform you stream on the toughest part is what people don't realize is that you have to pull people from other areas Yep. to your stream that is the single handedly toughest part of this business oh yeah well, that's why you I, have to yeah. convince that person to switch whatever thing they see you on whether that's YouTube, Twitter, TikTok Insta and choose to give their time on another platform the and that is hands down the toughest part of this industry See, and that's one of the reasons I, why when I came to Mixer, I, I, I came storming out the gates because, you know, uh, you know, Goldie and Incision kind of convinced me to try it out. And I was messing around on Twitch, like basically telling people, oh, I made a Mixer page. Make sure you guys go follow it, knowing full well I'm going to go stream on there eventually. So I, I'm everyone mm -hmm. was going over there following me and stuff like that. And then I randomly fired up a stream one day on Mixer and we got a bunch of people in there. But then I finally made the announcement that I'm going to Mixer full time after like basically on Twitch, always talking about Mixer, explaining to them like the cool things it has, all this stuff. So I already prepared everybody for it. So then as soon as I went live on Mixer, uh, we it, automatically I'm a brand new streamer on Mixer and we were already averaging 30 to 40 people, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, but then we were streaming, you know, mainly Paladins at the time and Paladins is one of the top games on there. Then we started getting all the lurkers in there and stuff like that. So you know, we we started growing super quick over there. And mm -hmm. I I loved it. I was only on, I was only on there for like you know seven months. I loved it, you know. And then they just pulled the rug out and I and just took all the steam, and it's just yeah. I was because uh, that happened in July, and, and it was a month before my second partner anniversary. Yeah, they two um, years being a partner. See, people don't realize too that whole that whole movement that happened through Mixer and everything. It started on Twitch, which I I think is absolutely hilarious because everyone's like, "Oh, you guys are having these accusations." There's partners that have sexual harassment things. It all started with that dude, say no to rage. That's a Twitch streamer, and then like the I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like the VP of Twitch was being accused of it too. And everyone's like, "Oh, I can't be a part of a platform like this on Mixer. I'm going to Twitch." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> They have the, they have the it same issues on every platform. Come on, guys. Not saying it's okay, but it's like you make no sense. You're you're leaving one platform for another platform that has the same issue. But that that like I said, that that whole thing just sped the process up. I mean, they yeah. already they, they were meeting with the guy um, that worked at Mixer. That whole you know slave comment that chick made. Um, mm -hmm. They already sold it before they even met with him. You know, so they, I mean, they were already ready to go. It didn't matter what he said in that meeting or whatever. They already sold it. You know, it was I, gone. I think the writing was on the wall when they spent the money. For Ninja and Shroud. Ninja and Shroud. Oh, yeah. And I think they got, they bought them to boost the numbers, hoping that their communities would transition over and boost the viewer count so that they could sell for a higher price. That's what I think. Oh, I agree. Cause I mean, you see the numbers, I mean, 
think about this for a second. How crazy this is! I remember looking at these numbers. I did. I did a show on this before. Was when Ninja went to Mixer, he was still averaging sixty thousand and above on Twitch. When mm-hmm. he came to Mixer, yes, his first like month was insane numbers, insane people making accounts on Mixer. But his second month on continued to drop, where he was always nope. below ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. And you know, then they got Shroud over there. Same thing happened to him. Every month it was dropping and dropping and dropping. And then it was, like you said, the writing was on the wall. Like, this does not go the way they wanted it to go. Yep. But they still had they the numbers to sell. Money, I think they spent that money signing them to boost the sale value of of the platform, the company, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, should, should we have walked in? I mean, you can make that argument, but... At the oh, end yeah. of the day, it is what it is. We can't go back and we can't change it. Mixer ain't coming back. Didn't give a damn if it did come back. Yeah, see, I, people always talk about what if Mixer came back. I'm like, whoops. Like, good luck. Yeah, good luck. I ain't going back. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I said, the way that you announced it to everybody and just did the way you did, like, why would I trust moving everybody back over there? You know? Well, that too. And then, you know, looking back, dude, like. Some of the way they handled was, things. The way they handled things. And there were. There was just so many red flags that, well, you know, and Twitch has their own problems. Don't oh, yeah. get me wrong. Every streaming platform has their issues and, and things going on. And looking back, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a learning experience. Well, that's one of the things where I think people, so, you know, I've talked about this many times before. You probably know the numbers, you know, once COVID hit, everybody was at home. You probably know how many new streamers there were, how many new viewers oh, there were. Dude, like. It, it, it exploded overnight. It's it's it was already a hard you know industry to be in. Whether you're doing it full time mm-hmm. like 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 you are or like me who does it part time. I mean, like I said, I don't pay my bills with streaming. It's all I do everything for charity. It's for fun. I, I just love creating content and having conversation with people rather than me just sitting in the dark playing games with myself. <laughs> you know, but right. it's, but it's one of the things where like people truly didn't realize when they were just getting involved. People really thought it was let's just hit the go live button and make some money playing video games. And it's not yeah, that easy. Not that easy. It, this is, this is one of the hardest <laughs> dude, things. If it was that easy. Everybody would do it. Oh yeah. wait, COVID hit. Yeah. Everyone did it. And I'm like, dude, I, dude, I grew up playing, playing uh baseball for like 15 years. I did MMA and kickboxing for about 10 to 12 years. Streaming is still one of the hardest things I've ever done. People don't understand like how you have it's to create, mentally dude, it exhausting. is so draining. It mentally, it's a mental roller coaster every single day. Unless you've worked in the entertainment industry prior to streaming, you have no idea the mental game that you play with yourself in this business every day. I mean, how many times are you out, you know, whether you're with your family or whatever you're doing, you're thinking about content you can create. Like you're thinking of All things. The time, dude. You're thinking, what can I do differently? What can I do more? I mean, what, well, you know, this and that, like what videos can I make? What can I do here? What can I do that's going to push the envelope? What yes. can I do that, that keeps attention? Well, I, I ask everybody all the time. You got, you got to ask yourself like, like, okay, like everyone wanted to stream Fortnite when it came out. There was thousands of Fortnite streamers. I would ask people, oh. I, would, I would ask people, what are you doing to make yourself stand out compared to everybody else? You know, he's like, you're just, you're, you know, so it's really hard to make it in that thing. Then it's like, well, do I want to go play lower tier games for a smaller audience and try and, you know, come up through that? You know, do I, am I just going to, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out there? How am I going to go on social media? How am I going to show this? You know, I got to clip things. So even I always tell people after you're done streaming, you hit the, you hit the end button. Everyone knows we go into our clips and we start downloading stuff. We start getting ready for, you know, other content, trying to put clips on social media. It's just so much. The way that I've always explained it is the time that we're on camera is our off time. Oh, yeah. That's the fun part. That That's when we're away from work and we're just having fun and we're talking to people and interacting and, you know, you, you do crazy, stupid things and, you know, you get clips made. Then once the camera goes off, it's quiet. And that's where the mental game kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to block that mental part and then get to work. And that's what a lot of people don't understand because you need to have a process to where the stream is your off work time. And then the other however many hours it is before, you know, you go to bed or however much you have in your day, depending on when you stream, those are your work hours for the stream. 
Well, exactly. Like, um, for, you know, I, I work a full-time job and I just stream at night because I have kids and I, I, I can only stream when the kids go to bed. And so I was only sleeping for like three or four years, three hours a night. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would get off stream at 10, but I wouldn't go to bed till midnight. I had to wake up at three in the morning. You know, yeah, because you can't just get off the stream and then go to right to bed. No, you can't. Good luck. You can't, it doesn't happen that way. You know, it 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 that doesn't wear off naturally. Exactly. You know, and, but then you know, then there's a mental game of where everyone and everyone says that I say it too. Try not to play with the viewer count on, but it's really hard not to. But either way, you still get your analytics afterwards, and it's like, you know, like I, I was telling, I think I was talking about it before the show was like, you know, some days you'll be you know, one day you'll have a 30, 30 person stream. Great stream. Everything was hype. It was cool. Let's do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The next day, you only have single digit numbers. You're like, what? What am I doing wrong? What happened? Yeah, you're like, what did I do wrong? And, 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 the, and the, the thing is, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it, it's it's rough. You didn't do anything wrong. It's those people, the people that came the day before. They may be having to run errands or something yeah. happened, or they may have to go to work or whatever, and you mentally beat yourself up because of it. Yeah, and for the longest time, I would always do the thing. I would literally tell my wife, oh, I'm not going to stream on Fridays because Fridays are usually bad days because people are either off work playing themselves or streaming themselves. So Friday's numbers are always down, blah, blah, blah. And then I would always end up streaming anyways. Yep. I, I would always stream anyways. Everyone's like, I thought you had taken the day off. I'm like, ah, well, you know, I'm on, so I might as well stream. And it's like, you know, and now, you know, now people are noticing, like, I, I haven't been streaming that much. I've been, you know, maybe once or twice a week. And it's just like, dude, I, I hit, I hit that, that wall where it's like, dude, like I put so much time working into this thing for, you know, four, four or five years. It's just, you know, now I finally, I, I've actually, honestly, like streaming has been rough, but it's like, I got other things going on, you know, where, uh, so, sometime in the near future, you and me are going to be in the same towns, you know, having a beer together. <laughs> yes. That needs to happen sometime soon, you know, hopefully sooner than later. But, uh, no, I've been working on that, you know, working, you know, but it's like, now when I go live, it's like I know I haven't been on in a while. We might get some people in here, but it's like I don't even. I I reached a point where it's like you know what, whatever happens happens. Um, I put so much work into this, and things have been so up and down over the last year and a half. It's just fun now. I don't stress myself out with social media. I don't stress myself out with stuff like you that. Can't. I mean, it's you know, yeah. dude. I mean, I do this full time, and I'm very yeah. fortunate that I'm in a position that I stream a game for a dev company. You know, for I stream Paladins for. Hi, Rez. I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky that I have that. But even then, that's not guaranteed. Yeah. That could end tomorrow. It could. For all I know, Paladins could just poof and be gone. Yeah, I mean, see, I seeing how Hi Rez has done with their other games, you never know. You know, I mean, games games come out and they have a lifespan. That that's that's just life. That that's the gaming you know industry. A game comes out. It has a lifespan, and the lifespan is in the players. How long are they going to play the game? And and it doesn't matter if it's Call of Duty, if it's Paladins, if it's whatever game, Phasmophobia, it doesn't matter. That game has a shelf life. It's going mm-hmm. to die eventually. The day it comes out, it's it's dying from there forward. Hey, you think and, about all the games we used to play and be addicted to, we stopped playing. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, dude. I mean, oh, geez, I played that shit as a kid, dude. I never beat Mike Tyson to this day, and I'm still pissed. But, <laughs> you know, the game had a shelf life. Yeah, granted, I, yeah, I've got a retro copy of it. Oh, my god. But gosh. I don't even play it that much. Just, you know, there's, I've got 100 games in my Steam library, and I look at it, and I'm like, what do I want to play? I, I did that today when I got home. I looked at my Steam library, and I was, like, looking at games. I'm like, I don't even feel like playing any of these games right now, but... Tomorrow, I'm, I I'm, I'm, and like, yeah. I, I'm big into things that make me think, and, and that's one reason why I've always loved Paladins is I can take a character and manipulate how I play the character how I want, but I can also manipulate the way that the enemy's playing. That's what that's one thing I've always loved about the game. I have to have games that make me think, and if I don't, I get bored very very easily. So I can't just go play Call of Duty and just go randomly shoot people. To me, that's just boring as shit. I have to have something that makes me think. Yeah. Otherwise, I just I, I lose interest. And there's nothing out there right now, dude. I've got what over 500 hours in City Skylines, and granted, that's not a lot. But when I play the game, it's I'm playing it, you know, for eight, ten hours, just creating content. And then I go back and I'm going back through the thing, and I'm like, I didn't even talk the whole damn time. Let's <laughs> well, see. Use this yeah. for content. <laughs> 
you you know, know. you know, going back to the whole Paladins thing is making you think, and I think that's one of the conversations I've heard you say it on the Paladins game, you know, game channel. I used to say it all the time. People would always always hear the comparison between Paladins and Overwatch because the the common thing people say is, "Oh, this is the broke man's Overwatch." And I go, "Look at Overwatch. Everyone plays the character the same way. Paladins, yep. you yes, there's metas to certain certain decks." But you can truly customize characters to your play style and play them a totally different way. And that's one of the reasons why I loved Paladins. It was like I can choose, you know, different ways to play different characters compared to everything else. Oh uh, yeah. You know, so I was like, that's one. Thing, like you said, when it comes to thinking, that's one thing in Paladins. You we, there was times in the Paladins channel I would spend twenty minutes making a, making a totally separate deck. For, like, I want to play this this type of bomb yeah. king. I want to play this type of bomb king, or I want to play this kind of strix or this kind. Of, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it it's it's completely different every time. You that's know. why that's why I never did a enjoy Overwatch. And I've played Overwatch before. I played three hours off stream one night with TPD Magic. And I le- legit I uninstalled the game. Yeah, I bought I bought I it. Don't enjoy it. I bought it. I played it maybe for like two days and I was just like I it, it's just it's just not for me because like I said, it's like every character is played the same way every single time. And I got very lucky, uh, Kresnik, who's uh, ex-pro, ex-caster for Paladins Pro League, ex-Paladins Pro and coach and all that. He, when they took away the pro circuit, they put him onto the uh, to the stream team. And I was there his first day, and he played jump, what is known as Jumpy Genos. Yep. I never knew that this existed, and I've played Paladins for almost four years. I think I just saw you play Jumpy Genos the other night, like like two nights ago or something like that on the Paladins channel. I was watching. So I never knew this existed until Kresnik was on there, and he was picking on this Amani like to the point they probably uninstalled the game <laughs> because he was picking on them so bad. And so I imported the build, and I tweaked it a little bit just enough to my play style because, dude, I'm 40 years old. I don't have the aim that these 25- and 30-year-olds have. I don't have the reaction time that they have. And so I have to supplement my lack of what they can do better and use my positioning and awareness and things of that nature. And I've, like, gotten known on the channel for playing it. They they come on, they know that they're gonna see Jumpy Genos when I'm on the channel. And it's you know, I, I thank Chris every day for it, whether he knows it or not. Because I was at a position to where I was playing the same rotation of characters the same way that everybody else does. And not that it was becoming stale, but it was like, okay, well, you know, I'm playing a ton of Moldamba, I'm playing a ton of this, I'm playing a ton of that. And then that whole Jumpy Genos thing just like was something that was just I, again, I had never seen it. So I just started playing it because I enjoyed it and I was having fun I used and to. I still do. I still have a ton of fun with it because it's you, people don't see it coming. They, they see Geno's, Oh, he's a healer, you know, blah, blah, blah. No big deal. And then the next thing you know, he's up in your back line and you're dead. That's one of the things people used to point out with, you know, I, I used to be called a one trick Strix, but then I wasn't a Strix that hung out in the background. All of a sudden I pop it right in your face and just, <laughs> Yeah, I love I, I love finding Strixes and Knessas. That's it. That's my yeah, favorite. And Amani's. Yeah. Amani's when they say, you know, they want to call on their dragon. Oh, let, let me get a glimpse of where you called that dragon from. I am firing this alt in your face. <laughs> I I have been on streamers' channels playing with them and played the game. And you know how you get you get to the end of the game and you're in the you know the post-game chat lobby you know and i have been accused of wall hacking of course i have been accused of aimbotting i've been accused of all kinds of hacks by running jumpy genos and i think it's funny because it's all in just a a loadout it's it's a totally different way of playing playing the traditional healer genos like you said it's i said i i can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before or something like that but i remember i pulled up the paladin's channel which by the way, Palace Channel has been having crazy numbers on Twitch. Is, is there something they did differently? That they uh, they implemented drops uh, for bounty coins. Okay, that's why. To, uh, because they have the bounty store now, and you get skins after you collect, you know, the next amount of bounty coins. You can exchange that for a skin in the game or something. Yeah, because I, I, all of a sudden I was like, dude, I remember when we, you know, because I, I was part of the transition when they went to just Twitch for a little bit, and we were only getting like 80, 90 people. 
Then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I look over there, and there's like they're over a thousand. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, there's days, man. It's like twenty five hundred. Uh, yeah, I was like, like I was like, what the hell? Like they must have yeah. implemented points again or something like that. You know? Yeah, they implemented drops for bounty coins. Okay, that makes sense. Now you can collect the bounty coins and then exchange them in game for a, a for a skin. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun because you know I've gotten known for this one build that has been around forever, and you know. Thank God for Kresnik showing it off because, dude, I mean, like I, and, and there was no animosity, you know, because, I mean, it's Paladins. You can import loadouts, and, and Kres is one of those guys. He's like, dude, just go play it, and he's very knowledgeable about the game. He's very open with, you know, sharing information and all of that. Okay, he still and, dodges loadouts all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've stolen a couple from Dodge, too, and, you know, when I played with Dodge, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's like he gave me a couple Lex loadouts, and, you know, I play around with those and have fun, and... And, and I tell everybody, they're like, well, where'd you get this loadout? And, I, dude, I give Kresnik all the love in the world for it because that's where I got it from. I'm not going to hide that from the people. And I'll tell them, yeah, guys, I got this from Kresnik. I just tweaked it to my to my play style. Yeah. You know, don't – you, you're more than welcome to have the, the loadout, but it's not like I discovered this or something. Yeah, and pa- Paladins has an amazing community, too. You know, it's like a – They have a very loyal – Yeah, very loyal very fan base, you know. And a lot of people, I mean, I remember when the whole thing happened with me, you know, you said I'm not going to get into it, but a lot of people were asking about me playing the game and this and that and quitting it and all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, I, the reason I didn't say anything for the longest time was number one, I was still under contract where I couldn't say anything. And then I released the episode of what happened, but I, I strictly said, I'm like, dude, I have no animosity for anybody that still plays the game. That has the be- one of the best communities out there. And the thing is, like, like, you know, I always met reference Nico. They have some of the best devs working on the game. They like, honestly, they really the do. They, the they, they're very see, and, and the one thing with 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 a lot of these devs that create create this game is they go home and they play the game after working on it all day. They have the big passion for it. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I'm I'm not gonna. I would never sit there and badmouth anybody that works on the game. The only problem I had was with the people that we were that was in charge of me at the time. But I was like, dude, it, it, there's times I miss the game, but it's just like every time I fire it up, it's just like ugh, just bad taste in my mouth, dude. I, like I want to play this game, I want to stream it again, but it's just. Ugh. It's just it's just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, that's understandable. I'm, I, 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 I'm gonna. I love the game to death. Like, I, it's I a love great game, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's a and game. I've even like from when I first started playing it, and there's always been these changes of to where this champ is OP, and you got to put up with it for a couple months. Oh, um, like, like Moji for the longest time. Like, but well, like Fernando now, dude. Fernando is like. He's damn near unkillable, dude. Oh my god! At times, but it's part of the way that the game is played, and you just you adjust. It's crazy that that, that happens though, is because like these characters have been out forever, and they become OP out of nowhere one day. They yeah, over they, they over buff them, and <laughs> you know, and and they make adjustments, and you know, then you then you have YouTubers that you know they make these loadouts that you know people will import or they'll make and. You know, they play with them, and then you still have the guys that are, you know, the one percenters of the game, you know, that are, they rely on the meta, and and the meta is what the meta is. I've never believed in it personally, but I don't play the game professionally. I don't play ranked. Um, I Dude, I just play casuals to Rank, have fun. Ranked is toxic. I play the game to legit have fun. And I've that, had, it's a great casual game, 100%. Are there days to where you just get on there and you take them in the teeth? Yeah, but well, there's days that you get on Call of Duty and you take them every match in the teeth too. It's mm-hmm. not. You, you have your good days and you have your bad days. The only thing about exactly. I will say about Paladins, like you talk about metas, is like yes, there will be a character that's OP and you'll usually have one of them, you know, per game. But it's like a lot of the times, like almost every match, you would, everyone would be playing a different character. Usually, it's like. Yeah. It's not like it's the same five every time. It, it, and no, that's the one thing not. about Paladins. Like, if you go to Overwatch, you're going to have the same characters almost every time. That's what I was running into. is Because mm-hmm. you know who's OP. Because, again, you can't... The thing is, to make a character OP, is you also have to know the OP deck, too. You know, it's like for, yeah. for it to be a truly OP meta. But there's like... Mm-hmm. Even even Moji back when... You had to know how to play Moji to make her OP. You mm-hmm. know? Like, you had to know the, you know, the deck to have. You, you had to know exactly how to play her. It wasn't just like anyone can hop on her and just destroy the whole lobby. You had yeah, to know what you were doing. That was never happening. And you, and you see that, you know, still to this day with a champ that comes out, for instance, with Fernando, there's, you see one almost every other match now, and you can tell the person that 
even if they have the deck or not, and and let's say for the sake of it that they are all running the same deck, that does not mean that they're going to be able to do it properly. Exactly. In those kind of games, there are there's positioning and awareness. And I've been on that for forever because you can't just go sit on the point. <laughs> no, you can't. That's not even though that's your job to go capture the payload and then move forward. But you can't just sit there and expect the support to keep well, breaking out heels and that's like for you the long... have to know when to get away from yeah. cot, let cot fall off and then come back. And it's a give or take, it's a dance, and there's a lot of people that don't know that. And you can see the ones that don't know it versus the ones that do know it because when they do know it, it becomes tremendously harder. Well, that's just like for the longest time, everyone was, was always telling me that you're only playing strict because he's OP. It only takes two shots to kill someone. I'm like, yeah, but you got to hit those two shots. Exactly. You, you know, don't hit them. Uh, you, what, what good yeah, did you do? You, you miss, you, you know, you, you miss your shot and you had like a mave in your face. You, you're probably screwed at the time. At the time, you know, that was like the, uh -huh. the two main people that pe people were playing on. You still have to hit your shots. You can't just go in there and just automatically kill everybody. It's like you got to, nope. you know, at least know what you're doing. So, so nope. any, anywho, so. I know we were kind of talking about before, you know, before the, the show and everything with, you know, you haven't streamed in like a month and stuff like that. You know, wh mm -hmm. what do you think, that, you know, the, or what's what's leading to that whole thing? We were kind of talking about streaming, how it is nowadays and, you know, and stuff like that. It's it being tired. Um, not from streaming. It, it's the mental game of, you know, one, I, I'm very blessed that, you know, I can stream on the Paladins channel and I do a lot of work there. I there you know quite a bit and it's not that i'm tired from streaming it, it's the mental game of okay i've got a reset and do i go and play more paladins and, and don't get me wrong i love the game but there's only so much as a human that you can take yep. of playing the same game because we as humans we 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 like having that, but we also at the same time can't just do the same thing repetitively. We're not machines. Yep. And right now there's there's just nothing out there that honestly that makes me want to stream it on my own channel. That's one of my biggest problems right now is just like all games right now are just like stale. It's it's like we're in like a, a dry spell for games. I don't know, like, you know, the whole new world thing and it looked cool, but it's in MMOs not my really my thing. Um, you know, I've got City Skylines. I play the hell out of it. And I was playing it, you know, before we started talking here. And I can go and play it and it's fun. But again, it's a it's a five-year-old game, you know, or so or some somewhere around there. And then you've got uh I play a lot of prison architect off stream. Again, it's a five-year-old game. There's only so much that I can do with it, and mm -hmm. those are games that make me think. And you know, and it's like, okay, I just, I want to play Paladins, but I don't want to only play Paladins. Well, see, and, you know, like I tell people all the time, like, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. I've always been a Call of Duty fan, but, like, Warzone, it's one of those things where everyone was streaming it. Now, mm -hmm. now we're sitting here dealing with the whole Blizzard thing, people are protesting and all this other stuff. So even hackers are on a bigger you know, trying to ruin your time. So hackers are in there. And then it's mm -hmm. like, you know, well, everyone's like, oh, play Apex or Splitgate. Everyone's playing Splitgate in Apex. So it's like, you're, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't feel like grinding these games, you know, as much as I love mm -hmm. FPS shooters. Yes, Battlefield's going to come out. Yes, Halo's going to come out. Those communities are going to be so freaking huge. And then also like New World. I like MMORPGs. I'm a big World of Warcraft fan. I played a little bit of the beta, but I'm not a big, I'm not big into putting huge amount of hours into betas. Right. I, I did play New World. I did enjoy the like the, the eight hours I put into it. I did pre-order it, but I'm like, dude, do you know how many people are gonna be freaking playing this game when it comes out? A like ton. it's it's just one of those things like all these games I'm looking forward to coming out are gonna be extremely hard to create a community around. It's it's just it, it's 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 draining. It's like I'm sitting here like I love streaming, I love my community, I love I love what I do, which is why I was telling you before this whole thing, I've been doing podcasts way more I've been I record more po podcasts a week. Than I do, than I even think about streaming, you know, and it's just one of those things where it's like I'm just in a weird state right now with streaming. It's it's just really you know, like streaming's said. in a tough. It's in a tough time right now, to be honest, because content creation is 
honestly, I think at an all time high. Yeah, celebrities doing it. Yeah, all these already you know, famous people doing COVID, it. And yeah. you know, some of it's gonna fall off as hopefully if this whole Delta virus thing doesn't spread or whatever, but apparently it's looking like it's going to. It it's in a very awkward time because everybody's doing it. And I think a lot of people mentally beat themselves up not knowing of well so and so's doing it. Or, you know, there's five million people doing it. And and yes, that's true. There there may be, you know, five million people streaming, you know, New World or whatever, whatever game, whatever new game comes out. There there's always they're all there's there's people that are always just going to stream the next new game. Oh yeah, everyone's I mean, gonna do all the top all one Fortnite, and and there's a lot of people that rode that train. And I think a lot of the content creators get mentally exhausted and burnt out. One from streaming the same game over and over and over and over and over and over and over for hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, and they want something different, but then they're afraid. Am I going to lose my audience? It's always scary changing games, dude. It's always it it's scary changing scary. games. Well, like, and I mean, I'll say the Paladins you, community was a huge part of my community. And as soon as I stopped playing it, you started seeing your regulars that were there every single day uh-huh. not show because they, they watch for that game. They don't care about and, Call of Duty. You know, yeah, so yeah, and, it's, it's scary changing games. Well, then, and even if you don't change games, you're you're streaming a game that five million people are streaming. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe this is an exaggerated number that there's a lot of people streaming the game, <laughs> and there's a lot of people making the same content. But I think the biggest thing is is they're not making your content. Yeah, and I think as a content creator, that is the absolute biggest hurdle to overcome. I know a lot of people that started streaming during COVID um, and a lot of them have actually quit by now because they realized it wasn't as easy as they thought, especially when they went back to work, like mm-hmm. do, having work and then also streaming, like they realize how hard it oh, is. Dude. So I've, I've seen a lot of people like fall off. And then like, I've had a lot of people who I know personally go, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, I just love it. Like I really do. But it's just it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's in a weird spot right now. You have to it really be it, you have to be spot. you have to be really really dedicated to be a streamer. Mm-hmm. And, and anyone can go on there and hit the live button. Anyone can stream, it, but it takes a lot to learn how to stream. And everybody how to, you can know. stream, but not everybody can be a streamer. Exactly. It, it's it, like I said because I, it's more than just pushing a button, sitting in front of a camera, and playing video games. Have, have you ever gone and watched like? When you were like, I don't know if you ever had, did you, I know what you're talking about, you didn't really like YouTube, but, um, did you used to upload YouTube videos years ago? Uh, I have uploaded on YouTube before and it is very different. Yeah. I went, I went and looked at, um, probably my first year streaming, going back and looking at my Counter-Strike and like some Fortnite highlights and just seeing the difference of what I've learned and how to act on a stream. It, it, it's just, mm-hmm. you, you know, <laughs> I was you you're do, always you could, growing yeah. and changing. You can totally industry. tell that I was new. You you can watch my those videos and be like, yeah, this guy was a new streamer. You can totally tell just by the way I was talking. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's like it, it's really like paints a picture like how much it takes. You got you're in a, it's a huge learning curve of how to how to do what we do. It's really and the thing is is there's a ton of videos out there that will tell you how to stream. But there's nothing out there that tells you how to be a streamer. Yeah. Well, also, people don't, again, people don't realize with creating a community is also, you know, managing your Discord or, or Gilded. You got your social media you got to do while you're off stream. And, yeah. you know, you can't. And there, there's there, there's a billion videos that will tell you how to stream. Mm-hmm. There is not one video that tells you how to be a streamer. Mm-hmm. Not one. Because there is no. There, there is no rule book or guide, if you will. There, there's no do A, B, and C, and then you, you make it as ninja. There, there no. I mean, it, none of that. well, I always talk about uh, Shroud. People don't know the story of Shroud. To sum it up, the guy was was one of the best Counter Strike players in the world. He was playing on a Team Cloud Nine mm-hmm. uh, when he was when he first started streaming for the first year. I'm talking the first year he didn't get over ten subs. While being a professional gamer on that game that he was playing, 
And then all of a sudden, he did like one thing in a tournament that he absolutely blew up, yep. and, and turned into like this, and, 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 and it turned into like this god tier streamer out of nowhere. But as a, as a professional gamer who was doing tournaments, traveling the world, and streaming, he had less than ten subs in his first year. Oh, Ninja was the same way. Yep, he was a professional Ninja Halo player. Halo. He he didn't really have that many viewers on. Um, he kind of got a little bit of an audience like H one Z one PUBG. But he didn't blow up until he, Drake came across one of his YouTube videos and they played together. That's where he got famous from. And he he did everything that every other streamer does. Mm -hmm. He was taking clips and throwing them on Twitter and he was doing the same thing. Yep. And he was at the right place at the right time that, with the right game. That's why I, I kind of always say like, yeah, I, I, I consider streaming like a lottery. Like I've seen, saw it like the other day in Warzone. I hit this insane 600 meter plus snipe. I sniped a guy out of a helicopter from 600 meters away. Absolutely insane. Didn't go anywhere close to viral. But I've seen people shoot people out of helicopters from like 100 meters away and it goes absolutely viral. Yeah. It's a lottery. You it never is, know what's going to take off. Shoot, man. Yeah. But you, but at the end of the day, you can't care about blowing up. You just gotta you keep doing it. Yet, if, if you if that is your only goal in this industry, leave. Yeah, you're not gonna make it. Honestly, you will not make it. I will 100 percent guarantee that. Yeah. You have to enjoy. Even if there's only one person watching you, you have to entertain that one person. You entertain that one person as if there is a hundred thousand people there watching. Yep. And, and and I have always been a big believer that. What the microphone misses, the camera will catch, and vice versa. Oh yeah! If you are not having a good time, your audience will know. Oh yeah! And they will they will know before you do. Yep. I've had I, I've had I've had streams like that. If they can tell you're not passionate, they'll leave. And it's hard to get them back to. Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing for the restaurant business, and I, I learned this the other day. It takes four good visits. For a restaurant to hook a customer, you know that I can I, I can see that I I, I didn't think about it until you said I that, but I can see that follower. I don't know if you've ever heard of the guy John Taffer. It sounds familiar. He's runs bars and like he he has the show Bar Rescue on uh, Paramount. Or oh whatever yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I absolutely love his logic. He is like the no holds barred, but it, it he'll cuss you out in your face, but when you're doing right, he'll praise the fuck out of you. And, and I firmly believe that that's my kind of my style. And he he's he, it's a science to him. It, it's not just, you know, you open a bar and people show up and you you have to keep evolving and change with the times. And he said that it takes in in the restaurant business, it takes four good visits to hook that customer. The first time you have a I believe it was like a 24 percent chance for them to come back. The second time it's. Like, I don't know, like 30. And then the third time, it's like up to like 50. And then the fourth time they come is 74% return rate. You know, I was watching it on uh, on TikTok or YouTube or something the other day. And I was like, son of a bitch, that's interesting. Yeah, he did it. He did a, uh, he did a bar rescue. Um, before my company moved uh, a little bit down the road, there was a bar down the street that we would all go to on Fridays and uh, after work. And they did a bar rescue over there. They didn't make it, but <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't his fault. He he, and we saw the episode. Uh, it was the owners that just didn't know what they were doing, and the bar. I think I think it's gone now, but yeah, we we kept seeing camera crews down there and stuff like that. So I know exactly. I, what you're and, and that's a tough industry to make it into because you're in the food, you know, hospitality slash entertainment industry to an extent. Maybe. More hospitality than anything, but it, yeah. it's it's just as tough a business to make it in. Because, you know, with streaming, you've got three seconds, yep. maybe five at best, you know, if you don't have pre-rolls on your channel. Oh, Thanks dude, for... I try my, my best to keep my pre-rolls off, dude. Yeah. I try. I, as soon as the timer, timer goes down, I show an ad just so I keep it off. If you take those out of the equation, you have five seconds to hook that viewer. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, they're gone. You won't and chances are they won't come back. And then once you keep them there, you have to keep them there. 
that's why I think it's so crazy, especially when I started on Twitch and, and I see people that have been subbed for 12, 16, you know, 18 months. And it's just like, holy crap, dude. Like, yep. I don't even know how I've kept you guys for this long, you know? Yep. And you know, I've had the same people that I've had people from Twitch that went to Mixer with me, that went to Facebook with me, back on Twitch with me. And it's just like, I don't even understand how I'm keeping you guys around. <laughs> you know? What am I doing? Exactly. Like, I, I try to figure out what am I doing right? Like, I know I've lost a lot of people, but the people that I've kept, I mean, the, you guys need to help me out here. <laughs> and that's, that's the big thing is, and I think that's a whole other thing that we beat ourselves up with is we don't know what we're doing right, but I think at the same time, we're also afraid to ask. Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've actually had um, experience with one of my mods who's been there with me through everything um, from Twitch to Mixer to Facebook back to Twitch and there was a time though when I was in a very bitter state with everything going on. It was like right after the whole Paladin's ordeal. I was very mm -hmm. bitter. I was switching games like crazy. I was just getting, I, I usually don't get mad at video games. Like I just don't because that's my time away from the real world. Like, you know, it's, it's a video game. I'm here to have fun. But I was getting pissed and bitter and just super mad and upset. And like he called me out on it, you know, and he was like, dude, this is not enjoyable to watch. I was like, he was very blunt about Ooh, it. That happened too. Yeah, he was uh, very blunt. I thank him for it. I, he's still around. He he went away for like a week or two, and he came back and you know just as loyal as ever. And I thank him for that. You know, he really. I do. I've, really I've had that Apache has been with me for going on three years. Right at maybe right at three years. And dude, know, she'll call me on my shit quick, fast, and in a hurry. Oh, I love when they call me on it because it, it, it's it's always true. Like I I love whenever I do something, you know, something you know if I do something wrong or if I'm acting a certain way, and someone you know I love I love when they'll actually DM me on the side, but like, hey man, like this is you know you you shouldn't be doing this or not like that, but like more of like a hey you know this isn't really enjoyable. You're getting very bitter. That's not your that's not your your personality. Are you okay? And it's like yep. it clicks, and it's like yeah. Oh, dude, she she's called me out on it. Like with my recent one, I'm you know I haven't streamed in a month on my channel, and she told me she says you need to take a week away from everything. I said I, I I I like I said after you know I was saying I've I've streamed almost every single day for three or four years, and then finally started taking days off, finding that finding that um that balance, balance. finding that balance. It it, it really is key, and I really wish I found it a long time ago. It's it's tough, and there's a lot of people that they feel that they need to go stream every day for eight, ten, twelve hours. Well, I had I a I, funny story. I tell people this all the time, like you just said, people will do that. My buddy who actually got me into streaming, he did like four twenty-four hour streams in one month, no oh. no like no growth at all, and then quit after like a month and a half because it was too hard. I'm like, dude, just because you do a twenty-four hour stream does not mean you're gonna bring more people in. I was like, I've only done three 24-hour streams, and they were only because of charity. And I hated every minute of it. <laughs> like, They're beating, dude. Like, I, I dude. see people do them, and I'm like, good luck. I've only, and I've only done them. Uh, I did one when I was off on disability, so I didn't have work the next, you know, for a couple of months. And I did one during COVID for charity, and then I did one during, after we had our new baby, my wife actually allowed me to do one while I was on baby bonding time, and I was off work. So it's like, if you're working full time, if you're working and you try to do a 24 hour stream on a weekend or something like that, oh boy. Yeah. I you mean, you're going to be going to work on Monday morning because you're going to be tired. Yeah, you're going to be tired. It's like I said, I, I, after the last one I did, I was like, I, I, I don't care. I'm not putting that as a goal for charity anymore. I, I can't do this. I'll be 30 here next week and I'm like, I got four kids, dude. I feel like I'm 50. Like, I can't do 24 hour streams, dude. I, 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 I've done three of them. I, I I'm passing the torch to you guys. They're tough, man. They they are tough. I mean, you uh, hit you hit the first eight hours. You're like, oh, cool, no big deal. And you you know, oh, do you, you hit, hit about hour ten or twelve? Yes, and it starts to really kick you in the ass. And then every two hours after that, it gets worse. I did so my very first twenty four hour stream. I did twenty four hours of nothing but realm royale. Whoa. And now I love that game. I mean, think about it. I did twenty four. I did twenty four hours of Realm Royale. Went and slept for like twelve hours. Came back and streamed it again for like eight hours the next night. But it was like, I was like, oh, this wasn't that bad. The next time I did it, I did sixteen hours of Paladins and then eight hours of Realm or something or whatever. And it was just like, dude, within ten hours, I was like, dude, I want to quit. 
then the last time I wasn't even eight hours in yet, and I was like, dude, he's like, I'm done. I almost didn't make it. I almost quit. I almost tapped out at like sixteen hours. I've seen people, dude, and it hits at about hour ten or twelve. And, and, and you know, people think that they can do it. You know? Really, it really hits at hour twenty. Oh yeah, knowing you're in the final stretch, all you can think about is your bed. Is it's all you're thinking about is a bed at that point. Or you'll sit there and you, you, yeah, you'll sit there and you'll you'll be hungry, and your wife will bring you some food, and next thing you know, you're full, and you just want to go to sleep. Oh man, yeah, Uh, I don't do them. Nope, I do anywhere from four to six hours. Yeah, see, I I isn't not enough for you to get content to put out on another platform. Then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, my you know it. That's why I, I my motto uh, when I went to Mixer was um, uh, quality over quantity. Yep. Because I, on, you know, when I was on Realm Royale on Twitch, I used to stream like eight hours and stuff like that every single day. And I was like, honestly, well, those three hour streams of solid content were better than the whole eight hours that we were doing. What's, what's so funny is, dude, is people come into this industry and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to stream, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm going to stream again because I'm bored. Yeah. What? You're going to stream because you're bored. That's yeah, not- yeah, I'm going to stream because I'm bored. I hear that all the time. You just, you just made content. That's your work time on that content. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I got to go stream because I'm bored. No, I, I want to. You take your content down, and you start chopping on it in video. You ain't gonna be bored. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it's unless you got a lot of money and you can just pay somebody to do the editing for you. Which, yeah. if you do, hey, more power to you. See, and we were doing. I was doing that. I got to a point where I didn't have time to do videos. I met Sahil. He reached out to me. He was making. He he used to do daily videos of Realm Royale every single day on his, on his own YouTube channel. They reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Very good price one video a week um and he would i mean he would even make even like find things he would find things in those highlight videos he was making and make me content for twitter just just because yeah and you know i was paying him to do it it was very simple but then when the numbers started going down we weren't making you know that many subs or bits or whatever and i i I told him i was like i I can't keep pulling out my own pocket dude we're gonna take a break from this like i i don't know how to video edit you know, and then, uh, well, then the problem, and then the problem is I can't go from having uh, someone who's actually going to school for video editing, doing all my videos. And then I try and do some myself. Like you're going to see a difference. Yeah. You're going to see a quality difference. Exactly. So I was like, I, for the longest time, I just stopped making content on YouTube and highlight videos and all that other stuff because I couldn't afford to pay this guy. And he's, yeah. you know, and you know, he, he reached out to me again. We're, we're, we're working together again. Um, you know, special friend discount, but <laughs> There you go. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I I I would I, I, yeah. I get the special friend discount too. No, I I, I wish I would have went to school or something like that for video editing or just you know took an extra course oh, and, or something. And like that. that's the thing is a lot of people don't understand. You know, like like you said, you've got kids and you got a wife and you you've got all these responsibilities. And when you're done streaming, what are you gonna do? You gonna set up for another four hours and and edit videos? Nope. You're not gonna have time. My wife will kill me. <laughs> and even if she doesn't, you're going to be so damned exhausted because you're going to get live on three hours of sleep and then you're going to go to work and you're going to do the same whole process again the next day. And that's what I was or doing. Or you spend your days off doing that and you still don't get any, any time anywhere. Oh, you know how many days I was, I was, I was missing taking vacation days to stream and stuff like that. Hmm. Oh man. You know, I mean, it finally hit me. Um, I did a podcast on this when I first officially said, I missed my son's baseball game because uh, I was doing a uh, charity event for um, St. Jude for Facebook, doing Rocket League. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, um, it was one of the deadest streams I've had in a long time. And it happens. You know, you never know if it's going to be a really you know hype stream or if, it was, if it's going to be dead. And it was completely dead. Uh, we got, like, no charity donations. We got, like, no people talking in chat. My son comes home, and we just had a conversation about this game ball, you know, he comes home, he got the game ball, and I missed it. Yep. And I, and I, I remember I had a conversation with my wife that night, and I said, this has become a problem. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, I missed a huge life event for my son for streaming, mm-hmm. and and we got nothing out of the stream. Um, You know, I, that, that's when I truly decided, like, we're taking a big step back. You know, like, you I, 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 I can't believe I did that. Because my, my kids are my life. Everyone knows that. 
And but I was like, for me to, especially if, like I said, I played baseball for like 15 years. I coached high school baseball for two years, and uh, I missed my son getting his first ever game ball. I was I was very upset with myself. Yeah, so that's that's where yeah, the whole thing started. You, you could have got kicked in the nuts and would have felt better. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You should have just told your wife all off and kick you in the nuts. You would have felt better. Yep. Well, oh, dude, I, 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 that crushed me. It happened on stream too. Like it happened. I went back and watched the vod. The look on my face, and when I turned around and saw him come in, I, and I saw he was holding a ball. Oh man, I was crushed. Yep. Absolutely crushed. And I, trust me, I haven't missed another game since. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's part of the balance and it and it's tough and there's a lot of people that you know they think they got to stream you know 8 10 12 14 hours a day and then you'll see them dude they get off they go eat they go do whatever and then like three hours two hours later they're back home while i was bored yep I was bored of what <laughs> bored, of, bored of life <laughs> bored of life. you got a con you got a video you can chop up you you can you know write a script for a youtube video and dude i'm the world's worst i suck at youtube I've tried it. People say that the content is good, but I watch it back and I'm almost like, that's horrible. I have a high um, high standard for YouTube, honestly, for me, for myself, anyways. And I do too, because I it's to me, streaming's always been easier. And so I've never really invested much into YouTube and I should. Uh, but I, then again, I also don't invest much into Twitter and to TikTok, which I should. And, you know. It's it's one of those things. You got to find time to do it. You have to make time to do it. You, you know, you oh, I'm bored. You know, I'm gonna go stream again. <laughs> it's when you need to be working. Absolutely, hundred percent. So it's tough, man. It really is. All right, man. streaming again, dude. All right, Metro. We're over an hour. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Ah, uh, nothing much, man. Unless you got to win lotto numbers and you plan on sharing them with me. Oh, if I did, I'd let you know. Yes, yeah, soon, soon, soon there will be a picture of us on uh, social media of us having a beer together in Houston or something like that. But uh, that, man. where, where, where can everybody find you? What socials uh, do you want to plug? Uh, socials you can find me um, at Metro Birdman on Twitter, uh, Twitch TV, Twitch TV forward slash Metro Birdman. Um, you can catch me on the Paladins channel three days a week, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, let's see what else. Instagram. My name's the same everywhere, dude. That's yeah. That's you that's so convenient. Bird, I see. I'll, I'll have and I'll obviously I always have their links down below. I'll tag them in the tweets when the podcast goes live. So you you'll have easy ways to get 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 to him. Metro, thank you so much for coming on here, dude. I really do appreciate it. It's good catching up with you. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Always always a pleasure. Yes, guys. Make sure you guys go follow Metro Birdman. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Awesome, awesome, amazing dude. The links are down below. Again, you. I mean, it's so easy. One word: Metro Birdman. No special characters or anything. Make sure you guys go follow him. Amazing human being. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. I really appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace.